Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Wednesday, December 6th. Hope you're doing well today as we journey together toward Jesus and as we uh, walk through this Advent season looking at uh, the portraits of Advent, we're calling this series, uh, the names of Jesus uh, that are given in Isaiah chapter 9, uh, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. As, as Kevin said on Sunday, names in the Old Testament context and the biblical context are not just uh, designators of people. They're not just sounds that you make in order to get someone's attention, but they were identity markers. And so when uh, Jesus was given four distinct identity markers, uh, uh, there was uh, a, a kind of a sense that he would not not just uh, be called those things, as Isaiah says, he will be called, um, but that he would become those things. And what's fascinating is as you read through the book of Isaiah, you find out that he's actually called way more than that. There's lots and lots of names of Jesus, the suffering servant and the branch, uh, different um, different names that Jesus would be known by that were identity markers for him, ways that he was known. And so the one that we looked at this past week is Wonderful Counselor. And on this first Wednesday of December, uh, hopefully that rings a bell to you, I want us to look at what it means that Jesus is the Wonderful Counselor and that he's worth listening to. Um, I'm actually recording this at Logos Academy, uh, downtown York. I'm, uh, I have the privilege of being the chapel speaker at Logos Academy the, uh, today. And so I just finished speaking to the elementary grades and the middle schools on their way in. And then a little bit later today, I'll be speaking to the high school. And uh, it's a great privilege. They're uh, really amazing kids. This is an amazing school and I'm really grateful to uh, be a part of it. And so um, it's fun to be here, but my mind is constantly going through illustrations uh, and examples today because of course, when you're trying to help uh, little kids, especially elementary age kids, understand uh, the truths of scripture, it really helps to illustrate them. And uh, so I was thinking about Jesus as the wonderful counselor and some of what that means. And I was thinking, how strange would it be if I was to go in to see my therapist and I was to sit down and have, I would, I would tell him all the stuff that's going on with me. And then as he starts to talk, I would just like put my headphones in or, um, or plug my ears or just walk out of the room while he's talking. Like that would be, that'd be crazy. Like it doesn't even make any sense to go see a, a counselor, go see a therapist. If you're not going to listen to what the therapist has to say, right? It's kind of like, um, when many of us go to the doctor and the doctor tells us you need to do this, 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 and this. And then we just, go on our merry way and don't do anything like that, right? It's like, it doesn't make any sense. That's really silly. Why even go if you're not going to listen? And in the same way, um, if Jesus is indeed the wonderful counselor, part of what that means is that he has the best plan for us. He understands our world and our lives and the intricacies of what we face and some of the uh, challenges of our life. He understands them way more than we possibly can. He has a perspective that's different than ours. He has abilities that are far greater than ours. He's able to see uh, the end from the beginning, uh, the, to understand the, the way things are moving and where things are going. And so he's able to see that in a way that we can't possibly see. He knows what's happening, not just um, in the, um, the lives of the people around us, but in the hearts and the minds of the people around us. God knows. Uh, he is not just like a really gifted therapist who can uh, discern and understand what's going on in my life, but he's the wonderful counselor. He knows all things. And so if that's true, if he's the wonderful counselor, then that means that I should be making regular space and time within my life to listen, not just to talk, 
but to listen. And so many of us think about prayer as a way to talk to God. And certainly is. God invites us to come into his presence and speak to him. And that's uh, really important and uh, part of a relationship. If we're going to have a relationship with him, um, it's right and good that we express ourselves to him, that we speak to him. But also part of any good relationship, and particularly a relationship with a wonderful counselor, one who understands way more than we do and knows way more than we do, um, is to listen. In fact, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it talks about uh, coming into the presence of God, listening rather than speaking, that we would recognize that he knows way more than us. And so when we come into his presence, um, the, the writer of Ecclesiastes says, let your words be few. Don't, don't come saying a lot of stuff, but rather come listening, come with uh, open ears. In our community group this week, uh, there was uh, a woman that prayed that we would have elephant ears, that we would have big ears that would uh, be able to hear all of the stuff of the Spirit. That's been something that's stuck with me this week, that I would have elephant ears to hear the voice of the Spirit, the voice of God. And so that leads me to tonight. Uh, tonight is our first Wednesday, and it's an opportunity for us as a body to gather together and listen. And I've talked at other times over the course of these podcasts about the importance of listening corporately and praying corporately, not just doing that individually. And um, we have an opportunity to do that. And our first Wednesday gatherings, we come together and we don't have to listen uh, ourselves completely, but we listen um, as a community and uh, we hear various things and we can piece that together as we start to understand what it is that the counselor is saying to us. So um, as we think about tonight, I want to encourage you that um, it's not just a matter of uh, showing up at the student center tonight at 630, saying some prayers, singing some songs, and heading home. But it really is a matter of recognizing that there's a counselor who knows far more than we do about our lives and about our church and about our world, all the things that are surrounding us. He knows. And so when we come, we come, yes, bringing our petitions to him, uh, saying to him, uh, God, here's some stuff. <laughs> we come confessing. We come uh, confessing our sin and recognizing that we are in need of grace. But we also come with ears that are open. We come listening. We come listening for the counselor who knows what we need to hear, who knows where we need to go, who understands the world way better than we do. And in the same way that I would never go to a therapist's office and just talk and stop when he starts talking, stop listening and just put my headphones in or, or walk out of the room. I'd never do that. It would, would make no sense. In the very same way, if we're going to declare that God is the wonderful counselor, it would be foolish of us not to make time to listen, to not take space in our schedules, both personally as part of our regular rhythm, part of my regular rhythm each morning is simply to listen to God, to be quiet in his presence and try to listen to the spirit. And sometimes I hear really um, profound day changing kind of stuff. And sometimes it just, I hear that God's there and that he loves me and that's profound enough. But I make space in my own day to listen. That's important for us individually. But it's also vitally important for us corporately. We hold these first Wednesdays as a very high importance within the life of our church. Um, and as uh, we did over the summer, and we will uh, um, in an increasing pace as we come into 2024, um, what we've called our expectant gatherings, times to just gather and listen and uh, hear from the Spirit. We hold those in really high regard because we hold God as, Jesus as, 
the wonderful counselor. And so because he knows, because he understands, because he is so far greater than us, we want to create space to listen. And it would be foolish of us to say that he's our wonderful counselor and we're never listening to him. That he's our wonderful counselor and we just don't have time because we know so much about life. We're too busy doing stuff that may or may not actually help us because we haven't listened to the counselor, but we're too busy to listen to him. That, that is silly. Of course, there are going to be all kinds of valid reasons why tonight may not work for you, and I get that. But um, I want to encourage you to really consider there may be some stuff that needs to move around. There may be some uh, scheduling things that need to happen in order to make space to gather with the people of God tonight, to listen to the wonderful counselor, to come uh, aware of the fact that he is speaking to us and that we have the opportunity to listen to him. And so I want to encourage you, uh, 6.30 tonight in the student center, we're going to gather, we're going to worship, we're going to pray, we're going to uh, listen, especially listen uh, to the voice of the counselor, the one who knows so much more than we possibly can. And I want to encourage you to make that space in your life on a day-to-day basis as well, to create space individually to listen to the counselor, um, as well as corporately uh, to listen to the counselor. And so I pray that the grace and peace of Jesus would be yours, that you would experience his goodness and grace uh, in your life and flowing out of your life, uh, transforming you from the inside out, that he would flow from you to a waiting and watching world who desperately needs that same counselor uh, who needs to make sense of this crazy world. And so um, I pray that you would experience him and that uh, through your life, others would experience him as well. Have a great rest of the day. And I will look forward to hopefully seeing many of you tonight at First Wednesday um, and uh, being back with you again tomorrow. Grace and peace to you.